Hello, listeners, and welcome to... What was that? I was moving a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just made like a little weird gesture. Uh, anyways, hello, listeners. <laughs> also doing weird stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is our review episode of The Wayward Dragons, where we talk about all sorts of miscellaneous things that we've been watching and reading. All yeah. that chagrin. Fun stuff. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how are you? How have you been? I've been okay. Um, the holidays, you know this as well as I do, that holidays after losing a loved one get really weird. Um, so just the holiday season just is weird you know um so it's just and it's i've also this is my first holiday season without being at my other job so like that within itself is weird (laughs) well and you've got a lot less stress you're dealing with yeah so work stuff oh yeah our season is about to end we've got one more week and then I'm off for 40 days. <laughs> so that's lovely. I have so much to do around the house. I finally got through all the wedding stuff. So figured out all that stuff. I just have to get my centerpieces. I know what I'm doing with those. Um, but I need my husband's help for that. So yep. I got to get him into my crafting. But no, it's just holidays now are weird with losing my grandma. It's just like, it's just, it feels so weird. Um, Yeah. You know, it's just, and I just feel always, now I just feel kind of, you know, just kind of sad because it's, it was such a joyous time and I know eventually I'll get there. I'll come back, but it's just, it's rough and everything with my grandpa, you know, a lot of us are walking away from him he's being a dick so it is what it is oh did you see my dad did you see my dad's post hey, oh dad. i thought it was hilarious <laughs> i i love his outfit i'm like what the actual <laughs> no. oh. i love that i so for <laughs> for the for those my dad went to like a Christmas themed like bar crawl basically. It was uh-huh. what it was is in the point of the bar crawl is you dress up like Christmas characters from movies and my dad was like that mountain guy. Is it from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? It's from Rudolph, yes. Yeah. So he my dad <laughs> dressed up Cornelius uh what is his name? <laughs> I Cornelius don't remember. Something. But that was hilarious. And it's funny because my dad, my dad growing up, when my dad wakes up, my dad looks like Heat Miser. Like. Cornelius Yukon. Yeah. So my dad, that's what my dad cosplayed for this Christmas, like, bar crawl with a whole bunch of his friends, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. And then my stepmom went as the fragile leg, which is even funnier. Um, I just wish he went of like heat miser because that's what we've, we've always called him as a kid. 
because yeah. he looks like heat miser when he wakes up with like his hair fucking everywhere and stuff um but no i thought i if you weren't friends with my dad i was gonna like pull that up and send that to you because that was hilarious but how are you i saw it i was cracking up (laughs) i was cracking up all right just you know living life doing my thing nothing too fancy no real news to report on anything uh yeah that's 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 how i am just been knocking out some reading trying to make sure i uh hit my goal this year reading because i I don't know if i'm gonna make it You're such a butt. <laughs> I was like, you have, you have totally hit your goal. I, I, I'm currently, out of my original 52 books, I'm currently at 119. Uh, so I am like 228% of my <laughs> yeah. reading goal. You're like fucking uh, up there. Up there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, do you, do you so, want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I can go first. Uh, so I think I talked about it last recording. I don't remember if I did or not. Uh, I started reading the Rune Lord series. Uh, very interesting world building, interesting way they do things and they call out. Yeah, because I brought up the fact of like the archery and the well-endowed lady. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. So... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, they, it's it's honestly great series. I finished up all the books that are out. Um, so the book, all the books in the series, in order, are the Sum of All Men, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolves, uh, Wizardborn, Son of the Oak, the Layer of Bone, Worldbinder. The Wormling Horde and Chaos Bound, and then there's a ninth book that's coming out. Okay. Uh, that because I was just like, all right, almost done with the series, and then I finish, and I'm like, that's not a good ending, and then I'm just <laughs> like, oh, there's another book that's going to be coming out, uh, which I'm not mad about because I love the world building, I love the lore that they've built up. Yeah. Uh, if you are a high fantasy fan at all highly recommend this book series uh there are numerous trigger warnings for numerous different things just as a warning there are a lot of very messed up things that happen in some of the books okay but very very enjoyable series uh yeah they are by what is dude buddy's name david farland (laughs) Uh, other than that, I did my usual thing that I've been doing for the past few years. And so there's this author I've mentioned him on here in the past. Uh, his name is Brom, and he does like dark, uh, dark fantasy stories and retelling of other stories. And it's, you know, 10 out of 10. He did it again. It's, uh, I read The Child Thief, which is a very interesting take on Peter Pan. Child Thief. Okay. Uh, and so it's like a retelling of Peter Pan without all the like weird and annoying misogyny and murdering children for the sake of murdering children and all of that. Uh, okay. 
Solid. It was, you know, it was predictable, but there was a book. Okay. Well, there were parts of it that were predictable that I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's 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 who this is, and this is how this is going to tie in. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it wasn't a book that I was just readily like, hey, this is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I was just enjoying the story for the most part. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it if anyone is into like I don't even know what you would weird dark urban fantasy type books. Uh, it is t- it does predominantly take place in the modern time. Okay. I I gotta send you a picture of the. Uh, oh, I have to have my mom send me that picture. So while you're looking for that, I forgot to tell you this. While um, we went to Yuletide, the Ren Fair that's near me does like a Christmas thing. Um, and my mom actually got pictures with Krampus this year. Um, I Krampus freaked me out um, because Krampus will touch you. If you stand next to Krampus. Did he try to put you in a sack? So, no. I made my husband stand next to him because I was not having that. (laughs) And my mom, God love my mom. She's like, love you. Thank you for doing amazing things. You're great. Love you, Krampus. (laughs) My mom is just like... (laughs) (laughs) And that's all she wanted was to get pictures with Krampus. Because I know that Brom writes... uh, Krampus. He did have a yeah. He has a Krampus, Krampus story. Uh, the Yule uh, King. So I sent yeah. you the picture of the book cover, uh, and that's Peter on the cover. So very different. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, that is a very uh, so different. He, he does his own art and everything else involved with all of his books. So absolutely amazing artist. Uh, highly recommend it if anyone wants to. Look up his artwork. Cause he he looks but, more like a demon. Like that kind of ties into the story a little bit. I fucking knew it. He, he's not a demon per se, but it ties into the story. Okay. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's it for me. Um, as far as books. I did watch because being a fucking nerd, um, <laughs> the special, the sixtieth anniversary three part special for Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I may annoy some people or tick some people off that are <laughs> listeners with the, my stance here. Um, mm-hmm. So I am not the biggest fan of the tenth Doctor. Yes. He's just, the way he's written is, I, I don't like him. I don't like the way he's written. Uh, I He is one of my least favorite doctors because of how he's written and yep. because of how they portray him. Uh, and then I, my least favorite companion, or one of my least favorite companions, let's say this. Yeah, I'll say one of my least favorite companions is Donna Noble, okay. which is one of his companions. And they, you know, she's a big fan favorite too. 
Well, they brought her back and then brought David Tennant back to reprise the role of the Doctor, but it's like a weird thing that happens, and so he is technically the 14th Doctor. So, because he, the Doctor changes faces, for those of you who don't know, he gets, or they technically regenerate because sometimes the Doctor is a man, sometimes it's a woman. But regenerates with different faces, that way they can keep the show going, switching out actors, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so they so the doctor puts on an old face is how they put it so it's and it's still the doctor they they always have all their mem or they have their memories of what happened before and everything else and know who people are yeah. and uh so they brought tenant back well they brought tenant back and i was expecting honestly when i watched it especially with donna being back i was expecting the exact same things they used to do yeah they wrote donna more mature because it's like 15 years difference okay. so she's i did not find her annoying like i used like i did when her in her younger episodes okay i actually thoroughly enjoyed her and how she's grown as an individual they wrote her but i also really enjoyed the 14th doctor uh but fun fact if you are a Doctor Who fan or interested in anything sci-fi, hey, Neil Patrick Harris plays the villain in the fourth part. And oh my gosh. It's like that man play villains. He he has a, a couple times, but he uh, oh it Okay. Absolutely amazing. Great. Stupendous. Uh yeah. Okay. That's, that's my only. That's that's what I'll leave that with. So, what about you? What have you been reading, <laughs> watching, blowing so, up? No, no, I haven't blown up anything. I wish. Um, so I first listened to "The Word Is Murder" by Anthony Horowitz. So, it takes place in England. If you listen to it, okay. Um, and this, this woman goes into a funeral home, plans her funeral, and then she's dead six hours later. And this cop, he used to be a cop. Um, they, he's like a consultant. He's the consultant on the case. And he's like, this is going to be a really interesting case. I think you, he walks up to this journalist and was like, or he's an author. He writes, um children kind of maybe like cuss between like kids and young adult like fantasy and it's like hey i really think that you should write this book about this case i'm doing um and it's told like a biography if that makes any sense yeah not like your typical like detective novel um so that was nice. That was very interesting. Um, I don't know if I'm going to continue the series because he just sounds a little too whiny to me. And I don't like the detective that's on the consultant. Um, I find it really annoying when when people write detectives as like Sherlock Holmes. 
like that. Oh, they're just super smart and yeah, like I. Oh, this, 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 this. Yeah, like it's already been done. <laughs> Quit. Like yeah. that's the only thing is like the consultant is like Sherlock Holmes type stuff. So it wasn't bad. It was funny. Um, and then I listened to Gone Tonight by Sarah Peck Peck. Pekkanen? P-E-K-K-A-N-E-N. That was a ride. That was a that was a ride. So you have mother and daughter. Mother and daughter are being very deceptive towards each other. Um Okay. I'm gonna spoil it. Her mother is on the run from a murder case when she was in high school. So she's a fugitive. Um, She changes her identity and hides, but she's also hiding from her boyfriend who was the murderer. And he's about to be out on parole. That's what this whole thing surrounds, book surrounds is the daughter finding out who her mom actually is who her birth father actually is and why they've been hiding in the first place. It's a bumpy ride. It's a bumpy ride. Um, um, I mean, a lot of triggers. You got rape. Um, obviously murder. Um, she, it's almost like um, Munchausen by proxy. Kind of. Okay stuff in there um because she faked the mom fakes alzheimer's to um keep her daughter from moving away because like that's like yeah like that yeah yeah um someone wasn't bad that was part of creepy books um book club um and then i read the quiet tenant by Clement Macon. So she's like a European writer. This is one of the first books that she um, wrote in English. But um, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, Heavy trigger warnings, especially rape. Um, So it follows and it's very unique i think in this way it follows three girls three women um the the story is mainly told through his captive's point of view so aiden turner is this prominent man in town um he just lost his wife to cancer but you wouldn't know that he's a serial killer and he's got somebody that he's keeping kidnapped in his shed um And the book is mainly told through the captive's point of view, his daughter's point of view, and this woman who's, like, really strangely obsessed with him to the point where it's very unhealthy. Um, But, yeah, you get to see the captive's point of view, Rachel's point of view, um, her mind as how she's, how she decides what to do to stay alive type Thing, you kind of see the mental process of how she stays alive which is really cool um 
but that that is I sat that down and didn't read for at least two days after that because that was that was a journey (laughs) and I just finished Murder in the Family by Kara Hunter I had to wait for this fucking book for two months at the library two months I started out like 120th in line for this um is it good it is such a delight to read so it is you say it like that I don't know if that means it's good or not like I I mean I don't think you would like it almost sarcastic I don't think you would like it um but those who love true crime who love watching dateline this is for you um so if my mom read she would enjoy it it's written i saved it i didn't return it from the library yet it's written like a script like a tv script okay so like as stuff like is supposed to be like popped up or like somebody turns to someone and like gives them a scowl or whatever it's written in there (laughs) but it's written like a script so some things are repetitive you know you've got like the episode openings and stuff you know that stuff gets a little repetitive you know, but like if something's supposed to like flash on the screen, you know, you get to see it and stuff. Which it, it's absolutely funny. Um obviously it follows a TV series on um I think they say Netflix. Anyway, they get six experts to come in and Um, The point of the show is to try to find the murderer of this guy named Luke Ryder. He was beaten to death in his wife in the garden. Um, No one knew who did it. So his stepson starts this. He has a movie company and um, it's like, I'm going to make a series about who killed my stepdad. Um, it's funny in like a ironic kind of sarcastic way. Um, okay. It was totally worth like the two months at the library to get this. This was part of like, um, new reads in either October or November. Um, but this was, this was funny. This, this was one of my favorite books I've read this year. Um, was this one um i'm currently listening to the it girl by ruth ware we're gonna see if i get through that um oh we watched the hunted on um netflix that's a good movie um the hunted the hunted so it's got the guy that plays Jamie from Game of Thrones. His daughter has been kidnapped. Um, and he runs like a sanctuary out in like nowhere. 
like in the middle of like Indian um, reservations and stuff. Um, two thousand three. What? It's got Tommy Lee Jones. No. Hold on. Where's my TV stuff? It's got the guy that was in Game of Thrones. I think I took Netflix off my phone. No. Maybe it's The Hunt. That was like The Hunt that came out in 2020. No. Real shit. Hold on. You don't even know what you watched. No. I did not. Anyways. I can find out real quick. And it's Emma Roberts in it? No. It's got the guy from... It's got the guy that played Jamie in Game of Thrones. I like how all the Taken movies are back on fucking Netflix. It was a good I can figure movie. it out. Give me a minute. Nope, I don't want to keep watching bodies. Jamestone, Nope. Oh, you're talking about bodies. You're talking about that, uh... That, yeah, that um, show. That, it's fucking show. weird. The, the show. show. The show? Yeah, oh, there's a body talking, show. I don't know, that's bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Nope, I don't need that. Oh, well, shit, Sherlock. Shit, what the fuck was that called? It's a movie. It's got Jamie... What's his face in it? Uh, oh. Do you remember when it was made? Game of Thrones. I want the cast of Game of Thrones. Because I'm looking at his full filmography on IMDb and I don't see anything close to that. What the hell did we watch it on? It's a movie that he's in. That, um... Is there's Nightwatch. God is a Bullet. Apparently he's in the Flash movie. The Last Thing He Told Me. Radio Man. Against the Ice. The Taste of Hunger. The uh, Silencing. The silencing. The silencing. Okay. So, the, yeah, the silencing. That's what we watched. So, basically, his daughter has been missing. Um, and he runs a sanctuary out in the middle of nowhere. And um, an animal sanctuary. And... He sees on his cameras that he's got, like, posted throughout the sanctuary of, um, a guy in a ghillie suit, like, running around, chasing a woman. Um, it, that's a good one. That was good. Okay. Jamie makes up for losing his hand. Um, 
I mean, that's not the problem. <laughs> problem is he slept with his sister. It's been far. It's been far long enough. We could talk about the fucked up ending of Game of Thrones. <laughs> the problem I've, isn't losing his hand. He deserves I've, losing his hand. I've never and watched. He Game redeemed of himself from that. Never watched. Game okay, so you need to do that because that <laughs> has nothing to do with him losing his hand. Who? Uh, basically, they had a per- like he had a perfectly happy ending that started- mm-hmm. everybody knows they fucked up the last season, but they had a perfectly oh, happy yeah. ending. Yeah, finally had him with a very lovely lady who he did not deserve. And which, honestly, she should have ended up with Tormund. And everyone who's listening, uh, who's seen it, knows that if they've seen the <laughs> show because of the numerous seasons. You would love Tormund, by the way. But uh, he ends up running off and to save his sister who he's had like an off and on incestuous relationship with. Yeah. And ends up getting killed. But (sighs) disappointing. Nobody was happy about that. It's just like, Jamie, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, buddy? (laughs) Anyways, I, (laughs) I don't really have anything else. I don't know if you have anything else. No, no. Do you want to talk about goals for next year? Our next, our next year's reading goals. You know, I just want to make sure I get my fifty-two this year, and we'll... <laughs> I t- I'm going to do the same thing next year. I'm going to set my target for fifty-two, and okay. adjust it from there if need be, and then towards the end of the year adjust it back down. Uh, but I'll and I only adjust up. I never adjust down. Yeah. Yeah. My goal is whatever I read last year. That is my goal. So I'm at 72. <laughs> 72 out of 60. I'll probably get a couple more in before the year's in. Did you get your year in review? For Spotify? Goodreads. Not Spotify. We're not talking about your Spotify. <laughs> We're not talking about Let's your talk Spotify. About my Spotify. <laughs> not... Um I, how do I get that? Because I don't I don't see you that sh- anywhere. You should have got your, an email. I get an email. Uh, well, I don't know because mine was hooked up to my. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Facebook. Okay, well, so I can at least I've share mine. Um, so this past year I read seventy-two books. That's over twenty-five thousand pages. The longest book I read was *Brimstone* by Preston and Child, and the shortest one was a novella by Heather Graham. Average book length was 350 pages. The most popular book I read was Circe. Least popular was Spells, Steals, and Salt by Gail Martin. My average rating is a 3.7. Highest rated on Goodreads was Black Angels. That was a very good book. And then it gives you like a nice little like scrolly thing 
So I got to get better at writing reviews. But yeah, 25,000 pages. Well, see, now I want to figure out how to get mine because I. Don't you previous? Oh, because it is. Let me see here. I might be able to. Uh... I got an email. With mine. That's because I have an email hooked up to it. Let's see here. Goodreads. So I was trying to get like my audible in review and I can't get that either. Because they'll show you like how many hours and stuff you listened and I can't figure out how to get there. When did you get that? Uh, three days ago. That would have been the 14th. Yeah. I don't have an email. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm in the top 25% of Goodreads. <laughs> I am sure I am in like the top 1% of Goodreads. Yeah. Is there any books that you're excited for coming out next year? You know, I typically don't look ahead for books. Uh, I I don't know. I just don't look ahead for books. Okay. I Sorry, I'm like, okay, I found it. Hey. Found it. Well, I can do it. Okay. So I read, <laughs> as of now, uh, 119 books. Okay. It is 51,962 pages. <laughs> Double mine. Oh. Um, my shortest book was, really, it's a novella. It was only yeah, 25 was like pages. My, my longest was The Complete Works of Jules Verne, which was 6,531 pages. Please tell me you did that as an audio book. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. my god. Uh, average book length was 436 pages. Most popular book was Six of Crows. Yeah, that's so popular. Least popular book was Deadly Voyage, which is one that I did not read highly. That was no, one of the ones that I rated like a, a one star and went on a rant about. Yeah. <laughs> but to give so to give the uh, difference here, Six of Crows had two million two hundred eighty five thousand yeah. one hundred sixty three people that shelved it this year. Yeah. Deadly Voyage had two. <laughs> I, I'm half the audience from that book. <laughs> oh, that's uh, average rating is 
don't see where I'm like in the percentage of. That was in my email. I said you're in the top oh, okay. 25% of Goodreads. I was like, oh. <laughs> With my 70 books. <laughs> like. No. I, I don't I don't see where I am with what percentage I am of Goodreads. I like when they, they put all the but, covers and you can kind of like scroll and Oh yeah, no it's I don't know, what is happening? I'm downloading so Some of soon. these I'm like, oh I read that this year. Yeah. Yeah. My goal next year is to get better at writing reviews. I like Fable's um, review process um, because you like you can choose half stars, which I think is really cool. Um, but if you want, you can. They've got like a list of um, emojis that you can pick too. Um, and instead of writing like a review, I mean, you can write a review. You're limited space wise but you get to pick um keywords like hashtag type things that work through the app which i think is really cool so if you don't want to write a full review you can kind of pick like certain things like the characters really grow and it's a dark setting and you can pick the trigger warnings that are in there and a couple of things that you didn't like about it so i like their review process better cool. than just sitting there writing on goodreads but on goodreads you don't have a limit of characters so that's the only thing is Fable lists, like they cap you at like 700 characters, which is a decent review in my opinion. Now there's no, there's no book you're looking yeah. forward to this next year. Oh, I, like I said, I, I mainly just no. stumble across books most of the time. Same. Uh, what is the release date of this? I was like, I think I might reread Aragon just so that I can read Murtag. I think I'm going to do it. Because Murtag came out this past fall. And then uh, Simone St. James just released one a couple of, like a week ago. I just actually got on Audible. That was my credit for this month. <laughs> my two things. Apparently the author passed away, question mark, for the Rumored series. Before the 10th one was written? But according to this, uh, according to this, this book's already out. The, the final one. So I guess see if I can find it somewhere. Yeah. Right, the ninth one. Oh, the ninth. Oh, that's right. So, I don't know. Alright, I think that's all we have for this episode. For this yeah, yeah. final episode for this year, I think. Yep. Yeah. So, until then, everyone have a good, happy new year and happy holidays, however you celebrate. Yeah. Uh, Be safe. We'll you Yep, we'll see you all next year. Yeah. Or we'll see each other next year. We won't see any of you. 
Maybe. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. It might. It might be like a meetup or something. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. So. As always, please join us on Facebook and Instagram. I do post pictures and stuff that go along with the episode. If you have a topic recommendation or you have a book recommendation, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and please, please, please tell a friend. Until then, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.